Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us continue learning the second parak of Mishnah Yeschala, Perak Beis, Mishnah Hay, and Mishnah Vav. Let's see if a person who's all motivated after hearing a Musash Shmuz about the importance of alacrity in his Rizos, and rather than waiting until he has dough in front of him to remove his chala, he removes chala from the flower itself. Hamafish chala so kemach ain't no chala. Nishkehelfen he did nothing. Why? You can't remove chala from a flower. The chala comes from the dough. The gozel biyad kohen, and the lashon of the mission is that he placed stolen goods in the hands of the kohen, meaning the kohen must return it because it's not chala. We're going to see it's a little more complicated than that. And the dough itself, and then therefore now, if the Cohen takes the, sorry, excuse me, if the owner now takes the remainder of the flour, let's say he had five pounds of flour, he gives a pound to the Cohen, and now he has four pounds left, and of that four pounds he now needs and makes dough, again, not using the correct numbers, all that, now he has to take challah from the remainder of four pounds. He's not some because he never took challah of it because the challah he thought he took off wasn't, didn't count because it was the flour. And what about the kemach, the flour he gave to the Kohen? That too, chayavas bechala, it's going to be subject to chala because although normally you assume the flour you give, normally the chala you give to the Kohen is not required in chala, here he just gave him flour. However, says Rabbi, Rabbi Yeshua, fasur lazarim, the Kohen is not allowed to give it to the Azar uh, non Kohen because it'll look kind of funny to have a Kohen take flour and give it to a non Kohen. It kind of looks, it looks funny. People are going to have a mistaken impression here. Amr Lov, the Chachamah disagree with him. There was an incident where an elderly Zakin, a, a Torah scholar, actually saw this happen, saw a man give flour as challah to a Kohen, and this elderly Zakin, this elder Talmud Chacham, ran and grabbed it and, and took it back for himself. So we see that, in fact, that a Kohen could give the flour that was mistakenly given as challah back to a Zar against the position of Rishuwa. So what did Rishu respond? Afu kilk lots, but he said, no, the Tamachacha made a mistake. The Tikin La'achem, and he fixed it for others because based off that, they, he explained to him what the din was, and he said that it was a mistake, and don't bring a proof for my actions. What, and now, says our Mishnah, next Mishnah, five Revaim, which is a one-fourth of a Kav, a flower subject to, to a flower subject to take Chala obligations. And interestingly, you don't have to have pure flour, but rather heim usorim suban umursonin chameshes revaim. You have flour and the sourdough that's inside it, because the sourdough is the starter in order to allow the, basically the yeast, the starter to allow it to rise. And you have bran and coarse bran that's in there as well. You don't always sift everything out. All that, uh, all that counts towards the um, the amount that of flour in this dough for the Chal obligation to kick in. However, if you remove the brand, the brand, excuse me, from the um, flour and you put it back in, then you are exempt from it because once you take it out, then you can't put it back in and say, oh, now I'm, there's a Chal obligation. It's only if it's a normal ingredient that was there from the outset, so then we assume it counts towards it. But if you remove it, so then we don't, you can't put it back in and assume it counts towards the amount of five Revatim. I wish you all a wonderful day.